Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. And once again, you know him, you love him, Johnny Rage. I am here and I'm alive and I want to add my name to one of the many people who are organ donors. Did you know I'm an organ donor? Casio? My grandma called me up and said when she dies, make sure I donate it to the Goodwill. <laughs> but um bum Hey, I'm here, everybody. Can we get a little drum solo? Remember we brought the we got the Yamaha acoustic drums. We're gonna intertwine that into the you know, podcast. Uh, I had this thing set up perfectly, and then the Amish wolf wolf hound came down oh. here and banged everything around. I don't even know what's going on. Let me see some. Just here. roll a little bit. Let's hear it. Just give us Get us psyched up here for the podcast. Yeah. Lay some track. So I had some 80s. Uh, keep talking, and I'm going to put some uh, oh, 80s we're, drum Oh, we're thing. listening, man. We just want to no, but I want to put the 80s Who's laying down up? the tracks there like that? I know. Wipe all laid some tracks down. So anyway, we uh, guess what? What? Well, with Donald Trump kind of settling in as our new president, the one thing he's inspired me to do is buy real estate. Have you ever, does he get you excited in any way? I mean, take, take the politics out of it completely. Does he get you excited in any way, shape, or form? If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Buying real estate is the best way to be rich. Well, think of, I, think I, of all the rich people. Yeah, and what do they own? Yes. Uh, Ziggy Stardust, the guy that owns the Vikings here in the yes. great state of Minnesota, real estate. Mm-hmm. Slumlord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Right. But you got to start somewhere. You agree, right? Yes. So I was really impressed with Trump. He got me fired up. I finally took the leap. I'm, I'm ready for the corny joke. Go ahead. And I bought some. <laughs> there's no corny joke here. We're talking, man. I finally took the leap and I bought some real estate. A cemetery plot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he already used that before, but no, it, it, it was even no. it's even funnier right now. But uh, I did hear that uh, Donald Trump because of the whole Korean thing, he's sending the B-52s to Korea. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I was waiting for your Love Shack joke. Oh, I just I, set you up for the Love Shack. I, I thought you were supposed to be the punchline. I was they just got kinda, me in. I, I'm your wingman. It's big as a whale. All right, since we got corny jokes, let's continue on. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Um, by the way, I am going to try to do... There's a, there's a um, open mic night. You can't find open mic nights for comedy in the... Um, Minneapolis St. Paul area. You actually have to get on like a wait list. Are you familiar with this? Dags or not? Yes. I know everything. You know that. You know everything. But I, I have to pre pretend on this powerful you podcast. You dumb yourself down to be equal yes. to my level. Yes. So it's, it, it's a lot right. of work. So anyway, there is a place called the Joke Joint. 
and you get three minutes, okay? Um, you have to go to one of their classes. They actually have a class. What they teach you is, I don't know, either you're funny or you're not. But you're not. They keep, they say, here's the rules and the regulations. When you get to open mic night, you get three minutes. And if you go over, you're never coming again. My wife tells me that in bed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Have you done an open mic night? Um, I have done it, but it hasn't been no. at a comedy. Yeah, please don't. Gallery. Please. So anyway, um, I also have a penny collection. Did you know that, Dags? So we're going to use use up all these jokes right now. We're going to use them all up. Let's get them out of the yeah. system. <laughs> but I have a penny collection. You might have seen it. It's on every convenience store counter in the United States of America. So, hello! <laughs> it's so funny because if your jokes were any worse, they'd be good. It'd just be like, it'd just spin the, on, the whole continuum that's around. brilliance. It is. I got more I can go with, too. We got a couple Catholic jokes, too, but uh, we won't roll with those right here right now. Too soon. The Pope, though, uh, is talking about having married people be priests now. So couples are going to be... No, you can be a married man and be a priest. Yeah, I did read that myself. I was a little shocked because there's always, whether you're Catholic or not, there's always the debate because you have the Lutheran ministers and other ministers can be married. The Catholic priests uh, take the vow of celibacy and choose that the marriage is to their flock. And whether you talk to a priest, I've had this. Well, a lot of times when you get married, though, you go back to the follow celibacy, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're talking about there, Dags. But anyway, so we have the conversation, should they marry or not? I've actually asked lay people who work for churches what they think about that. And they say it it is time consuming. And you have so much, uh, so many people pulling at you that some, some of the people that are in the ministry do divorce because their wife's does feel um, that she's being left out. So the priests just go, you know what? We're not going to get married. Uh, I don't think that would help the, the pedophile problem myself, but I don't know. Wow. Way to bring it down, man. I'm getting Why? all serious and pedophiles. But and... wouldn't you like to be a priest? No. Why? I don't want to. You have all these women cooking you meals. All right. Everybody invites you to their house. All right. And you work one day a week. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Uh, so what do we got in the news? You've been perusing the powerful headlines. Well, I hit you hard with all those. Uh, I know. We lost half our uh, listeners with your lame jokes. There's so many, so much in the news. Uh, Miley Cyrus, is she married or is she not? I don't know. Well, that's the rumor mill burning and churning. Do we care if Miley Cyrus is married? Yeah, I think I'm married this time. I came in like a wrecking ball. I do like some of her music, I have to admit, but um, we have to talk about Miley Cyrus. Uh, there may have already been an engagement ring involved, but in true millennial fashion, it took two Instagrams from Miley Cyrus to make their relationship officially back on So Much Love in One Pick, Cyrus captioned a snap of Hemsworth. That is her boyfriend. Are you familiar with Liam Hemsworth, her boyfriend? Thor. Um, in this picture, they're relaxing with his fluffy rescue dog. So there, there's two brothers. There's the Thor and then the not the Thor. Well, I thought, wasn't Liam the guy that was in the... Taken? No. That's um, Liam all, Neeson. All the uh, the movies with that I like and you didn't, the Hunger Games. The Hungry Games? That's the hu- Thor then? 
What do you mean that's Thor? There's Thor and then the non-Thor. Okay. He's Thor in the Avengers, and then his brother is not Thor. Okay. This is not Thor. Uh, the couple who met on the set of their film, The Last Song, reunited in January after breaking off their engagement in 2013. The couple have not publicly confirmed their rekindling, but Hemsworth addressed their relationship to GQ magazine in May. As for the rumors that their engagement was back on, Hemsworth said people will figure it out. They already have. They are not dumb. Here's hoping these two will share more adorable pics. Now that the pig is out of the pen, that's people trying to be funny. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So let's talk about Miley Cyrus. Um, do you like Miley or no? The no, not at all. Not at all. No, why would I? Well, I'll tell you what. Her humble beginnings when she was on Disney, um, Hannah Montana. Um, I had two daughters at the same age. Loved it. The how, Again, the music choices that you have when you're an adult. Are so like, you like Dora the Explorer also or what? They weren't big into Dora the Explorer. You, you're big into what your kids are into. Okay. So. Caillou. Caillou, I was big into. I want it. Here's the deal. I want to do Caillou. Uh, cosplay. What do you think? Caillou what? Cosplay. I'm lost here. Um, what is it? Cosplay when you dress up as your character at Comic-Con. Cosplay. Okay, okay. When you dress up as Bill Cosby. So you want to be, Ca- be Caillou? Yes, cosplay. Okay. Well, that's... Thank you for revealing that. Yeah, so I ba- I'm bald. I'm beautiful. I complain a lot. I could wear the, you know, the primary colors. Speaking that's, of- that's the beauty of... Uh, of kids' shows, the primary colors. There's no subtle colors. There's red, yellow, blue. It's all about the rainbows, man. Caillou. But it's spelled like Kalui or something. Yeah. It's spelled it. I don't like it because it's, I'm, is it French-Canadian or it, it scares me just the way it's spelled. I'm trying I can't to figure the, it out. I'm trying to think of the theme song. But that's really going back. I'm Caillou. Yeah. Something very similar. Caillou. So anyway, Hannah Montana. Um, speaking of Caillou, which, you mentioned I'm something. <laughs> wow, that's me. <laughs> okay, well now half of the people just turned off their. No, they didn't. Their uh, they turn I, in for me, <laughs> not you. You're replaceable. <laughs> you are omnipotent. Yes. Speaking of being impotent, you brought it up. You said you're bald. Did you read that article about? Uh, people that are using the stuff to put on your head to make hair, profacia or whatever it's called, or there's multiple different. There's propecia. Propecia. There's Rogaine. Well, I guess Donald Trump uses it, and they say that there is now proof that if you try to groom your head with this propecia, as you said it, propecia, propecia, it causes erectile dysfunction. Fact. This is. There's no joke. I was trying all night to rack it. To, I'm a professional comedian. I couldn't come up with one. What oh, that's shocking that you couldn't come up with a, a joke that involves hair loss and hard-ons. I mean, there's nothing to work with there, is there? No, there really isn't. No, there really it's isn't. It's just a dead area. Yeah. So it depends which head you want to grow the most. You see how I set you up there? <laughs> that was, that's all I got. I know. You don't Did have you get a lot. The, I sent you that article. Did you read it? I, th- I thought it might hit home for you. Yeah. You know? I, but I am growing out my back hair. And really? I'm just going to do a comb over. Okay. I thought that was uh, a Chia Pet was left back there. <laughs> Chia Pet. So Propecia, if you're taking that, you have a chance for 
If you notice my 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 phone, my voice is going in and out because I am shifting because I'm reading. Yes, I you thought know. you were a professional. Obviously, you're not. I am a professional. So we were talking about Miley Cyrus. You do not like her. I liked her as Hannah Montana. She had her head on her shoulders. She looked like she really had a career in store for her and still does. I mean, but she took a different turn than um, white one might have hoped maybe. However, there might be people out there that like the turn that she took, you know, um, very vocal against Trump, but very vocal with the way she flaunts her body and the, and the way she's uh, showing herself off to the world much different than i'm really interested in your miley cyrus talk (laughs) it's really good now um do you have a follow-up like maybe punky brewster did you have some soul moon fry what do you mean do i have a follow-up i mean i mean do you want to talk about punky brewster now sure blossom but yeah what other women (laughs) molded miley cyrus is still newsworthy stuff she was in the news of course because of her hatred for trump and she actually Oh, oh, there's not much of that in the news, though. That's weird that what? you would bring her up. There's not much hatred in the news of President Trump. Well, there's no, I know things are going good. We're back on track. And But Miley, you know, Miley Cyrus, I'm just bringing this up because they don't know if she's married or not. That would be big news if she got married. Big news if she's not. Yeah, I, and I care. Okay. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to run for Senator. Did you hear about that? I did not. Yeah, he's actually thinking... Of running for senator. Now, after your the governor of California, that didn't work out so well. Then you go to the apprentices. That didn't work out so well. Do you think he could actually get elected? Yes. Why is that? Name recognition. And unfortunately, 90% of it has nothing to do with it's that's why Trump did so well. He was a household name. Prior to that's what these so so Hillary Clinton wasn't a household name. I'm not saying that, but she also was a front runner with Trump too. So she it worked for her. Hillary Clinton. She just didn't take it over the edge like Donald Trump. Jeb exclamation point Bush. Low energy. That wasn't a household household name. Low energy Bush. Low energy. The the trouble with Jeb Bush, we've already had two. We don't. We didn't want three. Even his own mother said. We don't need another Bush in the White House. Oh, she's the, the one from the Quaker Oats? Yes. Okay, I remember her. Mm-hmm. So Jeb Bush, we don't need a third Bush. That's what hurt him was his dad and his brother. He wasn't, I, that was nothing to do with name recognition. You know, but Marco Rubio, not a household name prior to uh, the election. Um, Kasich from, I mean, I learned of these people as the um, debates wore on. Where Donald Trump, everybody knew who he was. He didn't struggle with name recognition. And that's really what these politicians try to do is they're just branding their their, their mark. So you think Arnold Schwarzenegger will be elected senator? I think if he runs he with his name, and I don't think he screwed up California that bad, California. No, California. California? Cauliflower. And I do think there's a degree of people who are kind of – Let's try this. See what happens. What does it have to hurt? And that's kind of, I think, why Trump got elected as well, too. Will Trump get reelected? I have no idea, and I don't even want to go there. That's going to happen sooner than later. We'll have to go through that mess. But, yeah, I think uh, Schwarzenegger will run for if he does. I had not heard this. 
and I am the newsman, the news junkie. Well, maybe if you'd stop with all the Miley Cyrus bullshit I and get to a, the real news. I should have been focusing on... Instead know. of the fake news. So that means no Predator 2 from him. He'll be in, in as a senator. Well, he wasn't in Predator 2. I said he's... <laughs> excuse me, I had to sneeze. Sorry about that. Real podcast here. I said there won't be a Predator 3 then because he's going to be busy running for Senate. I don't think he'll get elected. I don't even think he'll run. Well, then why'd you bring it up? You said he's going to run. No, he said he's going to run. I When? When did he say this? I want freight. This isn't fake well, news. Well, keep talking then, you idiot, and I'll, I'll show you. Well, you don't have to be so harsh. Idiot. You sound like idiot. Well, anyway, I think he would win because he's got the recognition. He's got the... Well, let's face it. There's just a sect of this world of people that are like, hey, I'll try this guy. We, you know, they don't really... They don't really understand... That you have to have somebody. And I'm not saying that Arnold would be a bad choice. I don't think there's such a thing as a guy who's perfect for the position when they walk through the doors. You just have to be able to delegate and understand your position, be a roll-up-your-sleeve type individual, and take it from there. And and uh, give a guy some time. You're not going to change Rome overnight. Like people, I think the minute Trump won, they expected like within two days uh, him to make a difference, and when it didn't, they're like, see, I knew he wouldn't be a good president. Well, let's give the guy two, three years. I still think a president of the United States should only be able to run for six. Should, uh, it should be one term, six years, that's it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, considering U.S. Senate's run, report says, Arnold Schwarzenegger is looking to get back into politics. The former California governor is considered a run, considering a run for U.S. Senate in 2018, according to Politico. The actor is reportedly eyeing Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein's seat, who is up for election in 2018. I'll tell you what, it would be... Did you see that? The people are calling me. I know, I see that. When you yeah. speak, this people want to talk to you. Yes. Um, I went, I hope that... Uh, yeah, I, I guess it doesn't matter. California is going to be... You know, California, they're going to... It's going to be a calyx. They're going to exit from the United States anyway. You heard about that, right? They're gone. They want to leave the, the, the United States. What happened last time when some states tried to do that? I don't think it's going to work out so well. <laughs> what if we just, however, if you think about it, if they leave, you know what happens? They take their 60 electoral college votes with them. It would work out really nicely probably for the Republican Party. So we probably wouldn't object to California leaving. Correct, Mundo? Yes. Now tell the kids about, uh, you had warnings about going to the grocery stores. This powerful story that you came up very with. Very powerful. If you are a lady, be very careful. This is in the news. Um, what if you're a man? If you're a man also. Uh, if you enjoy perfume, whether you're a woman or a man, uh, reports are out that, I don't know why Aldi, maybe because people understand that when you go to Aldi, you are looking for a deal. So there's these guys hovering out between cars, pretending that they have perfume, and so they're they're calling over to women who are coming out. Hey, ma'am, ma'am, you want a deal? We've got this really high-end perfume, and we can sell it to you really cheap. And, of course, it piques the interest of these thrifty ladies. So they set their groceries down, and then they walk through the parking lot to the gentleman, and then they open. So they leave their groceries on the ground, and they walk away from them. I don't exactly No, I'm assuming they put them in the car. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just walk over. I don't know exactly the details, how it works. But what happens is they get to the guys and they open up this, what appears to be a perfume jar or bottle, or it has the atomizer on it. Is that correct? 
It's pronounced nucleizer. Nucleizer. And they spray it, and the woman takes a big sniff. And then all of a sudden, nighty night time, they actually pass out because it's not perfume. It's something like Batman used. Remember when he would they would spray it and then Batman and you'd and so they take a sniff of this, they actually pass out. And while you're on the ground, they're grabbing your purse, wallet, personal belongings, wedding ring, and uh, um, groceries if you have them. And then they're they're exiting. how about their Miley Cyrus is uh, MP3s? Are they grabbing those? No, they they don't like the Miley Cyrus stuff because she's married now, so not happening. So went in at the grocery store. The grocery store, the whole parking lot should be like, there should be a powerful wall around it. Why is that, Dang? Because every every time you go to the grocery store, I don't know if you do, you probably have your uh, lady friends do it, but they have people that are always have the cardboard signs up there asking for money. The aggressive panhandlers. I've never seen them at the grocery store, usually along the freeway. No, they're at the grocery store, they're along the freeway. And they're, you know, they drive you nuts, too. Because what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to look away? You're supposed to look at them? You're supposed to give them money, not give them money? You know, that's between you and your conscience. Um, I, a lot of the ones, I've never seen them at the grocery store, but I do see them in the metropolitan area, and they're usually on some busy street corner. And I pull right alongside them, and they always look like, they're, because we make eye contact, they think that I'm reaching into my wallet. Um, but I don't, because in in this particular community, we have a food kitchen which serves them three full three squares a day and also gives them toothpaste and all the good stuff. So they really don't need any money. The money that they take, I don't know what they're doing with it. It's always been rumored that they're probably going buying alcohol and things that they don't need. But uh, I usually generally do not give at that moment in time to the panhandler. I usually pull up to them and ask for directions. Well, they probably <laughs> ask for directions. Yeah, I tell them my, my series on the fritz. <laughs> my battery is like way low. What do you think? Do, get, do, get to the charger. <laughs> <laughs> so do you is there kind of is there any notable signs that they hold that might tug at your heartstrings i mean what are some of the used lines that they always have american vet needs help god bless you or uh what are some of the, the two tickets to rush if they had that huh two tickets to rush two tickets to rush yeah if they were like scalping tickets for two tickets to rush then maybe i'd Swing by. No, but I'm talking about is there any memorable signs that no, really no, nothing? No. You, do you even read those signs? No. No. Okay. But I have this water thing. This um, what do you call this? Uh, this device, this vessel, this vessel, this nuclear vessel. What do you call this? This is like a drinking. You know, it's plastic. Now they can't use plastic because plastic's bad, and they have to go to the glass. Mm-hmm. Where they have the BHAs and the. NH- NHLs and all the different plastics and stuff. But the problem is you have to squeeze you have to squeeze this while you're rubbing it and pouring it. It's too it's too difficult for me. You what? hear that? That's what I have to do. Oh my god. I have to drink this, squeeze it, rub it, and pour it. I don't like it. It's does, too complicated. Does a genie come out of it after you do all that work or just water? Looks like just water. <whistles> genie in the bottle. <whistles> So anyway, uh, the kind of a pro tip from people when you're at Aldi's, and this could happen at any big box store, Aldi's, Walmart's, wherever you're at, be careful. The pro tip is when you get in the grocery store, you have to be you have to be constantly looking around, master of all you survey. And when you get back, you have to look in the back seat because a lot of times people will just go in the back seat and hang out there and 
listen to Miley Cyrus CDs. They should be listening to the Amish Baby Machine. Well, they are. The podcast. The yes. I like how you're looking at those notes, expecting them to do something. Just got all this scribbling. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking. and uh, Well, we have to talk about our big movie, but I'm trying to see. There was something else I wanted to mention about Miley Cyrus, but... Um, what what what's your obsession with Miley Cyrus? Um, there's no obsession, but she is quite a colorful individual. I have to say, at the least. But um, I think I will lay Miley Cyrus down so that we can. No, change. but out out of all Hollywood, out of everything, where do you get Miley Cyrus from? Why is it such such an obsession? It's not an obsession. It's just newsworthy because they think she might have got. It was in the news this week, and I'm hip to all the latest. And Miley's in the news. If they're in the news, I hear about it, okay? Yeah. Did you hear about it on MySpace or Facebook or? <laughs> Twitter, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But you, I didn't realize that you had such a bone of contention with Miley Cyrus. Wow. No, I mean, out of all the things to talk about, Miley Cyrus would be right above, uh, well, Buddy Hackett would probably, I would talk about Buddy Hackett, then Miley Cyrus. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about Buddy Hackett then? Jimmy Durante. Not enough people talk about Jimmy Durante. Why is that? Frosty <laughs> the Snowman was a happy, jolly soul. I mean, other than that, what did the guy do? <laughs> cha, cha, cha. He did that a lot. <laughs> I need that hat. Anyway, anyway, uh, so we're not going to talk Miley Cyrus. She's been officially banned from the podcast, but... Oh, I turned the drums off. I was going to say. Give us a look. Well, Lay down do, some tracks. I was going to do. Bed on the Amish baby machine. All right. That's it. All right. Let's um, talk movies. Let's you want to talk about the movie experience. Yeah, we, uh, because we're film critics and we bring this to the people on the podcast. While we're talking, before we talk about movies, let's talk about the people. The people that make this powerful show possible, the Flock of Amish. We love the Flock of Amish. And I want to thank everyone for listening. Our uh, ratings, our downloads are going through the roof, going through this powerful barn roof. Thank you for listening. The best way to listen is on iTunes. Please go to iTunes. Please subscribe. Become a powerful subscriber. Please leave a review. You guys have been leaving great reviews. We really appreciate it. Five stars is the best review. Please write a little something, something. We're also on Stitcher Radio app. That way, if you do not have an Apple device, if you have uh, any of the other uh, various uh, computers, I what are they called? The tablets and, and all the phones and all that Google stuff. Go to Stitcher Radio app. You can also leave a review on there. Also, please follow us on Instagram. We have powerful booze reporters sending in pictures of booze and we have other funny pictures that eventually we want to get more pictures of johnny rage because the ladies have been just huge oh well. my god oh, the ladies they yeah. just can't get enough of the johnny rages yeah and as johnny rage talked about he's a master on facebook please like our facebook page amish baby machine and if you want to talk to us almost in real time go to Twitter at Amish B Machine Amish A M I S H B the letter B Machine at Amish B Machine. Follow us there, and also hit up our website AmishBabyMachine.com. 
the ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. So let's get back. You wanted to talk about Johnny Rage, the movie experience. Yes. Um, we saw Kong came out on Thursday. Been really looking forward to that movie. Hasn't been a lot of really movies that make you really want to race to the seats. Kong was one of those. Finally came out Thursday night. We went to see it. But before we talk about the movie, I want to talk about the movie experience. We had a, it's not unusual, but it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Do you know that when I do karaoke, that is my go-to song, Tom Jones. Should I roll a little of that for you or should we just move on? No, that's, that's a cool song when you can't sing. You can do that one, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> she loves an everyday dun, 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 no matter what she's playing, dun, 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 you know, it's just, it's just like Tony Bennett, you know? Um, you ever notice though, karaoke, you always Is go, it karaoke or is it karaoke or? It's whatever you, I think karaoke, I don't know what it is, karaoke. So, but do you ever notice you go to these places and you're like, hey, I want to do a song. They really don't want you to because they've got their core group that really has a dynamite voice. And they know if you come up, you're kind of untested. It's very difficult to get into the ranks of actually singing a song. Have you had that? problem days when you do karaoke no i go to karaoke occasionally some of these people roll out these golden tones and you're like wow i thought that was the jukebox playing and it's usually some guy that's like five foot two and they all know each other hey bob nice version again you know and you can't get in those so you try to go you try to uh, uh put your name on the list i've done it many times and i'm counting you're five away you know like six people are up there and i'm like hey what about me i called your name you weren't anywhere to be found I never called my name so there is a prejudice to karaoke there is their core people that they johnny to. cash is another one if you can't everybody sing. goes johnny yeah because he can't sing because yeah. he just blah, blah, blah. so we're talking uh karaoke then we're using then we're talking kong i don't know how we related that to each other but we did that's a beautiful thing about this podcast the stream of consciousness that just flows through this okay Yours is a weak stream. Thank you. So we go to the movie theater, and it's you ever notice these theaters are like huge? These these foyers can hold like thousands of people, and I don't know. What would you rather have them stay outside or what? But do we need that much room? I mean, let's take a look at when we saw Kong and we were ordering our popcorn. It was like the dome for we could have had four football games at the same time. Yeah, but it was like three a.m. on a Thursday night though. Yeah, so you're saying that they're fill up and they're necessary. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Okay, I have never been to a movie theater because probably it's because I'm always there so late where there's been anybody in that lobby for the most part. But you always go in the off times to get the cheap tickets. No, I go to the off times when uh, I think a lot of people, the tickets aren't any cheaper at 10 o'clock at night than they're at four in the afternoon. Same price. Now, Tuesdays are a little different. It's five buck Tuesday. But I go into the movie experience. I want to get my. I usually I have a system for my popcorn. I like them to put half of it in, then put the. It's not even butter anymore. It's butter. It's topping. Is this a pro tip for the kids? It's a pro tip for the kids. If you go to the self serve, I have never been to a movie theater when it's been self serve. It's always been self serve pop, but never self served buttered topping. I think that would get a lot of people into trouble, especially the the movie. Uh, house because of the fact that if you can get that butter topping if you put that on yourself because i never felt they put quite enough on but if you put too much on it becomes soggy there's an art to this so you roll in half dump your butter topping then you put 
the other half of popcorn on and put your butter topping on top of that. And I was allowed to do that this time, but I wasn't able to get it through the halfway point because I couldn't stop him in time to tell him, Hey, you only give me half. Let me put my butter topping in. And for sanitary reasons, he might not let me do that anyway. So I'm ranting, but I did not like doing the butter topping by myself as might as one might think when you do pop, it's, it's a non-thinking thing. Butter topping takes some time. It takes some thought. It takes some intelligence. Now, I don't like the, I love robots and so do you, but I don't like the robot pop machine they have. The, the Coca-Cola robot pop machine, it, it looks like a, a refrigerator in your house. Too many steps. Like the touch screens, too many steps. It's like when you get gas, you have to press this. Do you want the car? They always have to push the car wash. Mm-hmm. Fuck the car wash. I don't want the car wash. Do you want this? Do you want a receipt? Do you want, you know, you're pressing it like 800 times. Mm-hmm. Like the pop machine, it has the Coke and then the variations of Coke. And then everyone thinks, oh, yeah, it's cool. You can get grape, orange, Fanta pop. No, I just want the Coke. Pull it up. And you, you're touching it like a million times. And I don't think, I don't think it tastes the same because you can almost see where the the syrup and the CO2 are not even mixed when they're coming down in there. They, they like mix in your cup. You know who has the best Coke? McDonald's. Really? Yeah, they have special, they use a really cold water. It's, they have it down to a, a freaking perfected science. They use, uh, I heard they use like stainless steel to keep the syrup and everything exactly tastes the same so it doesn't leach off the plastic. And they also use fat straws. Have you noticed that? I just thought I was losing weight. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I have not noticed the fat straws. Yeah, the straws, they're larger diameter. But who than, uses, do you use a straw? Yes. Now Why? look at, listen, you idiot, it injects the flavor into your mouth. <laughs> God, you're stupid. <laughs> so it uses a bigger straw, therefore, like have you ever, you've been to the bar and they put the, you know, they don't want to give you pop, they want to give you drinks, so they give you the little, the little shitty thin straws. You can't get anything out of that. You need the mouthfeel. You need the big straw, and it shoots the delicious Coca-Cola all over your mouth. <laughs> I guess I never really looked at it. I didn't really well, start paying attention to I things. Really, it'd start, make a great pea shooter then, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, start paying attention <laughs> to things. So the Coke uh, McDonald's has the best Coke. Okay. And I want to come up with a better robot Coke machine. Yeah. Because I don't like the Coke machine. Well, what I don't like about it, too, is it's lower than eye level. And so... By the way, boy, do they have a good grape. I, I usually don't roll with grape. I'm a pink lemonade guy for my movie. It's my standard issue thing. I really felt like I'd step outside of the box and roll with a Fanta grape it is, or what is that? Fanta. Fanta, thank you. Uh, Fanta was created in World War II in Germany. They couldn't get the, the Coke, so they had to come up with their own version, Fanta. Is this made up or is this No, real? it's true. Everything I say, I'm a, just powerful knowledge, okay. powerful everything. Okay. Um, I thought it was a kid that had a lisp and he couldn't say Santa. So he said, Fanta, Fanta. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway. Um, so I can't, you can't see it. It's not at eye level. So you, so I, I love to see when you hit the old fashioned kind where the carbonation, everything just bubbles right out immediately. And you don't get that from your robot that you're talking about. Just kind of fills into that. Cup. And I don't like crushed ice. I hate crushed ice. I want big, powerful I want clarity. You know, I want it to look like the Hope Diamond or something. See, I don't Delicious. like Delicious. I don't like that at all. No, I don't I like, like crushed, crushed ice. ice. No. It's more consistent when you have the larger pieces of ice. It's kind of like boulders and they're not a consistent size. And I like to look at No, my but drink. that also goes to mouthfeel too. And with the powerful, with the big straw, you might suck in some of the ice chips. I don't want them. 
The, mm, the ice a... should not be in the mouth. It should be to the lips. Well, it first cools of all, the beverage. Uh, well, you got to man up and get rid of the straw first no. and foremost. No, the straw is part of the whole experience. That's like how women drink their stuff. They have little lips and man up, get rid of that straw. Okay. No, you wouldn't have a problem with your no. ice. Okay. So you didn't like the pop. I didn't like the topping. So it was a miserable. We should rate the movie experience. But I like ices. I I should have got an icy because I do enjoy ices. Why didn't you then? I don't know. Well, uh, perfect. You know, in a perfect world, you would have the icy, then the beverage, then the popcorn, and then something chocolate. That would be good because chocolate and popcorn go to, go together powerfully. Powerful synergy with those two. Okay. You don't know what that word means, but right. it's a powerful synergy between the popcorn and the chocolate. Okay. I'll have to try some popcorn and the chocolate. I never have. So, anyway, our movie experience, this is all before we enter the movie theater. Um, and then we get into the movie theater, and I thought it would be absolutely packed, and there's like five of us in there for the movie. Now, grant you, we were there at 10 o'clock at night. But usually, everybody that wants to see that type of movie, that's when they go watch it. Um, so, we get in there. They've got the, the, the chairs, which are pretty much common now for most movie theaters, the recliners. Are you a recliner guy, or do you like to sit upright when you watch movies? No, I, I need I need my feet off the ground. You do need your feet off the yes. ground. Now, has this? Do you fall asleep? Do you find yourself falling asleep from time to time, depending upon the movie? No, I have powerful, powerful control of my body. I do not fall asleep unless I want to. If okay. I want to, I instantly fall asleep. I'll I'm t- like a yogi. I can control everything, like my heart rate, everything. It's just mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm Zen. I mean, I'm like in tune with the universe, the music of the spheres. Wow, that's pretty deep. It is deep. Interesting. Um, so when you go to a movie, you like your feet off the ground. I'm wondering why. It helps with circulation of one. Okay. It's very comforting. Okay. I'm not a big off the ground guy when I'm at the movie theater. Well, I, like, I mean, to be fair, to get you off the ground, <laughs> bring in some like a caterp- box car to lug him and 10 girls to hug him. Bring in a caterpillar. <laughs> you know, and we blew off hydraulic line here, Larry. Why don't the, why don't the airlines learn from the movie theaters? Give us seats we want. Could you imagine going in an airline here, that big comfortable reclining chair instead of this stupid little thing that you barely can fit in? And they were just talking about that, too, as well. We'll get into that, about the size. Of, airline seats? Yeah, airline seats. Oh, aren't they the worst? But, I mean, let's, let's get How those. do you even get in there? I mean, you're, you, you take, like, FedEx planes, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> to see what they're holding onto that cargo net. Oh, man. Eh, eh, jump, jump. <laughs> the light goes red to green. So, anyway, dags. Um, with- oh, and here's the deal, too. With they don't have air conditioning, they have that little hole you turn and it blows air on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, has some wonderful air conditioning. I don't want the little thing where it just blows air on you. Well, I mean, there has there's a climate control on a plane. There has to be. Otherwise, can you imagine flying to Hawaii? It's 110. No, I'm saying they should have better climate control. They just have this little thing. It's just a little thing you turn and it just blows a stream of air at you. How come they still have ashtrays in them when smoking is no longer? I don't think they do. They do. There was an article. On Facebook this week about, and I couldn't get to it in time, but it was about, I should pull that up. It's probably, is it for your gum? Well, what I figured it was is the planes are just old. It's not like they build new planes every year. Well, true. I mean, they bolt on. 
What do you mean they bolt on? I mean, they have to bolt on to, to get them up to, you know, speed. You know, they put on the flat screens. and. Well, no, get, I'm talking about ashtrays now. That's what I'm talking about. Pay attention. Well, I Same don't the planes what you mean by they bolt, them, they bolt, bolt on when they put additions on things. They're not going to build a plane from this, the ground up, so they have to bolt on things to put a, things on there. Like, they have to put it on the flat screen, and they got so much to work with, so they bolt on new things. You know, did you actually know that there's legislation? In the making to force airlines to have a standard seat size because they're making them smaller and smaller every year. Did you know that, Dags? I know everything. So the airline industry, of course, is fighting this, so they have their lobbyists out. Well, they don't want to have seat regulations because they get fewer seats in. Every seat is worth 500 bucks per flight, so that's why they're scaling them down. Kind of like parking spots, too, at malls. They're making them smaller and smaller. Why do airlines still... I would pay for more seating. How much more? Way more. They, they should have more room. They, you're right. They, it's just cattle. They just get them on like cattle. And it's one thing if you're just going on a short little trip, but if you're going far, you want to be comfortable. What's your definition of short versus far? A couple hour trip versus going, going to Australia or going to, you know somewhere far. Here is a wonderful answer to my question why do airplanes still come with ash trays a spokesperson at the time said it is a legal requirement under air navigation orders to have ash trays because while smoking is not permitted on flights if someone were to light up a cigarette on board there must be somewhere to safely extinguish the cigarette very interesting and now we know but anyway, yeah, there's legislation also talking about making a seat. I like that idea of having a certain uh, seat size because you know how they, I mean, before you know it, we'll be on like a bar stool. That would be cool though. Wouldn't you, if you could go to a plane and there'd be a bar in front of you, a three foot bar, and you just sit on a bar stool. No, I'd rather just have the strap hanging down like when you're riding the bus. Where you're standing? Yeah, and just hold onto the strap. It's not a strap. It's a, it's a bar. It's a right? strap. Okay, I'm thinking of a bar. Anyway, so legislation in place to possibly make airlines make their seats a standard size. I don't know what size that would be. Ashtrays are on there because they need a place. Look at the learning we, we offer up to people here. And all that from talking about Kong. How did we get from there to there? I sometimes wonder. But we're going back to Kong. We did not like our movie experience as we entered the movie, the, the um, movie house, correct? No, we didn't say that. I enjoyed it. Well, it's my topping story. I'm just saying the topping story and the robot pop, mm -hmm. but you deal with it. Right. So we go into the movie and we see the previews, which there was a couple that looked like they might be promising. Nothing that got me as excited as the movie we saw, which is Kong, and let's get into it. Dags, give me your thoughts. Kick it off. What do you think? Well, it started out cool. And for some reason now, all the movies have to be on the 1970s tip. I don't know if it was Guardians of the Galaxy that did it with the mixtapes and made uh, X-Men had the 70s vibe movie and what other movies had the 70s vibe in them? Well, one of the most famous movies, and I think it's what made it, is, is Forrest Gump. That has to be no, probably... No, 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 no. I'm talking about movies recently on the 70s tip. But let me just talk about Forrest Gump, though. Don't you think one of its greatest appeals was the, the soundtrack to that movie? No. No? Are you kidding me? The Forest Track sound, the, the Forest Gump soundtrack? No, it doesn't. 
there's no song in there that really okay you're not a 70s guy but you're an 80s guy no not necessarily what song on forrest gump do you remember that was a big song all the 70s stuff like like what yeah it's me yeah ccr whenever they play this whenever whenever they play the the, whenever they play the 70s they always go you know there's more to that they always they always have to show vietnam and some stereotype kent stain and and uh kennedy always got in that's not what you can do for him why can't it you know, and they always have to play CCR. Why, and why so much hate on the seventies, man? If no, I don't 70s, hate the seventies, but, but it's cliche. We oh. don't need all the cliches. Now, what would be a quintessential song that would, and uh, um, that would celebrate the eighties? You talked about the CCR. You're exactly right. Anytime there's a a Vietnam era movie, they yeah, they got to play CCR. But what would be the quintessential song for the eighties, if you could think to yourself? Wow, I was enjoying a little Kaja Gugu. No, that wouldn't do it for me though. How about wouldn't it be a Michael Jackson tune? No, he's not the eighties to me. Well, keep in mind my eighties is seventy five to ninety five. No, that's not my point. The eighties to me, it's gotta be new wave, it's gotta be synth pop. This is a story for all of our friends. Well, good. Howard Jones. Boy, I'm a good hummer though, aren't I? So all right, give me your what is your quintessential i've said that three times i haven't said that in years for jan, an 80s tune jan it, hammer the theme to miami vice oh my god powerful can you give it to us on the drums give i got it it, no because this the drum pads got all screwed up by the amish wolf i have it then for gosh sakes why have you well because of my dashing good looks my square jaw and my broad shoulders okay that's why um, we're back to Kong. What do so, you think? So it started out cool because it was, uh, they went to the Senate and they tried to get a Senator. It was John Goodman trying to get them money so he could go explore this skull Island, this Island that just appeared because of satellite technology. This Island was shrouded in a, like a 24 hour permanent storm. So they get the crew together. They have to, you know, the stereotype, go to the bar and find the Han Solo character, which is, uh. What's his name? Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. The guy. So they get him, and they have to assemble their crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you think? Well, it started out, I thought, extremely slow. I do. I, I understand the buildup for it. Um, I, uh, I, I liked the premise where they did all of a sudden, like you said, it was – it was surrounded by a storm, they, so they couldn't see this island. There was a – back in – it started out where 1944 – Air Force pilot landed. Oh, true. There. Yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and they showed what was really shocking to me was a lot of times when there's we'll call this a monster movie, they never usually show the monster that soon. But Kong came out immediately when the uh, air the 1944 Air Force pilot um, parachuted and landed on this remote island, this lost island. Reminds me kind of, of like a Gilligan's Island episode. We talked about that before. Yeah, and they had. Uh... He pulls out his his uh, sidearm and shoots at him and misses, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a Pulp Fiction, right? So, but and then they, Kong and they, they battle mm-hmm. the Japanese pilot, Zero pilot, and the American pilot battle, and then it fast forwards, right, to twenty eight years ahead of time. But then let's talk about the the CGI, which is common, and all movies are doing it. Let's talk about the character himself, the reason we were there. 
King Kong. What did you think of the presentation of him? I, I was reading in uh, last week the different versions of King Kong over the last... King Kong was out in 1920s, the original one. So Was it 33, I think? I'd have to look it up. I thought it was the 20s, but maybe it was 33. Um, but he started... His height was 24 feet, and this producer made him a whopping 100. He really wanted to have him be King Kong, and he felt like making him 100 feet tall. I don't know if any of us measured to check him on that, but um, he wanted him to be bigger, and he definitely did that. They portrayed him. Uh, what did you think your, yourself of how they portrayed King Kong? Now, I think he should have been more of a silverback gorilla, a little older. He should have had... Like I showed you pictures, the silverback gorilla has powerful cranial ridge, and they have this big dome on their head. Like their skull goes up to almost like a cone head. I think he should have been built more powerfully. I didn't like how he stood up on his little stubby legs. You know, they had him scarred up, which is kind of cool, but I would have had a more traditionally colored, a darker black with gray on him. That's my King Kong. Wow. That's pretty vivid. Now, if you if you remember the cool Cadbury gorilla mm-hmm. doing the powerful mm-hmm. in the air tonight mm-hmm. by Phil Collins, now that's a gorilla. Okay, this gorilla should have sneered more. You know, kind of like an Elvis, Billy Idol sneer. There'd be a lot of more sneering in mine. Okay, give yeah. me an example. You know how Elvis sneers with his upper lip. Oh, that's what the gorilla should have done. Yeah. Okay. There should be a lot of sneering and snarling. And should he had a peanut butter and nano sandwich? The no. Hey, honey, give me a peanut butter and a sandwich here for old Elvis here. Give give my friend a gorilla one, too. Um, I don't know. I thought he was portrayed perfectly. I liked uh, – they made – I like – you got to see the full thing. I mean, how often do you get to see the full monster? Even in Godzilla, he's running through the city, and they always make it dark so you really can't see. King Kong, 1933. I just did that to – Well, you know everything. Show, exactly. Why, why did I even question – I just – I know. I looked it up just to – Why did you look it up when you know? Well, I, just to show you. Yeah. Okay. You show me good, man. So let's talk about, okay, overall, uh, we thought um, it was pretty much the story of King Kong, uh, just a new way of portraying him. No, but it was Apocalypse Now. So they made the whole movie Apocalypse Now, where they had the character, the one that got shot down, he's in the forest and he's living with the indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And they kept showing them with the you know the blank looks on their face. What is that supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> They always had the dumb blank looks on their face and the and the and the make you know the the tribal paint on. Oh my waiting. god, they have tribal paint on. Look at that. Look how cool it is. I was waiting for some words of wisdom or some, you know, some feedback, something from them. We got nothing. You know, but we know we housed them for 28 years and he was thinking. Yeah, that was that. stupid. And they yeah. had and then they tried to be like Predator. They had uh what's his name, you know, he was the role of Arnold as the what's his name, the dude, you know, the um are you talking about the uh um yeah samuel jackson yeah yeah you know he was supposed to be like you know the arnold predator or something personal yeah they'd always show that like he wanted to fight him personally <laughs> yeah that was dumb <laughs> yeah. well are you giving away too much or not i mean have we assumed everybody's seen it by now? i didn't see what, what did i give away well we told him that there is a kong king kong in it is that too much or not yeah too much too soon okay um, I, you know, I, it was, when I go to a movie, I want to be entertained. I don't want to think. And that was a movie where you just didn't have to think, but let's talk about some of the side characters, some of those side creatures. I was a little disappointed with that because when you watch the previews, I thought there was going to be more of that. Maybe. What were they called? The skull crushers or skull, what were they called? Night skull crushers, whatever they were. 
But you didn't like them, you said. You thought that they were lame. Is that what you said? They were, you know that movie, uh, Cloverfield? I know it very well. One of my favorites. So that, they, they got, whenever the characters started looking like that, I don't know if that was the first movie where they have that dumb kind of re- reptilian look and their mouth opens up and they always have way too many teeth. Mm-hmm. When did that start when monsters had way too many teeth? You know, you just have a normal amount of teeth, but in these movies, they always have to add, like, oh, look how scary he is. He has 10 more rows of teeth, and they always have tongues sticking teeth out. Teeth are evil. I mean... No, and they have too many tongues, and their tongue is too long. And You know, somebody put a, a, a picture of a leatherback turtle, and they open up his mouth, and they never said what it is. You, you have to see a picture of the inside. It is the... It looks like it's straight out of Hollywood. Um, it's got teeth. I and, saw and it. Did you see that picture? Didn't that look like something out of Alien? I mean, it was creepy. Yep. So I didn't like. So I didn't, teeth are scary, is what yeah, I'm telling. Yeah, I know, but they add too much. I didn't like. I didn't like the villains and the way that thing was built was not strong. You could tell it wouldn't be able to take King Kong. And, Which thing? The the main the little subterranean creatures. Oh my gosh! You're kidding me. It had that tail that was. No, the way the body was built, it would not be able to take on powerful Kong. Kong has tons of muscle. How did T- Kong ever end up in chains by falling? I never did get Oh, that. yeah. So then he falls and he just happens that each arm and each leg is yeah, it's like, what, perfectly what? wrapped up in chains. I mean, usually a magician can get out of chains. It's never a magician mer- gets into chains, you know? I was a little, I didn't get that as well, you know? Um, I'm looking for, there's a great clip. You talk about monsters and when you were talking about the teeth um, from uh, Star Trek. I don't know if you were a Star Trek fan or not. Oh, here it is right here. I'm, uh, I, want, I want you to see this monster. <laughs> yeah, I know that monster, yeah. <laughs> you know that yeah, monster? and that's, that monster looks better. Yeah. Oh, he does not. Yeah, it does. I mean, that, that's did exactly. We, did we fall for that when we were kids yeah. or what? I mean, is this about as bad that's as That's great. That reminds me of the Slee Stacks. <laughs> the exactly Slee Stacks, yes. They were powerful reptilian oh, monsters. Oh, my goodness. I, I, how wonderful is that monster? And it's just, and it's, they had a giant ant in this movie too. That was, or a spider. I mean, this yeah. giant spider that was stupid. I mean, it looked like those really bad 1950s ones. I mean, they they got to make up their mind. I don't know. I would have a powerful silverback gorilla, and he's got to face Godzilla. Yeah, we're gonna see that. I mean, that's uh, Godzilla. They're setting it up for that epic battle of King Kong versus Godzilla, and we've kind of discussed this. Um, if you pit one against the other, we're both of the firm belief that hands down, uh, Godzilla would win that battle, but we'll find out what the ultimate fight UFC. Yeah. And he gets hurt grabbing a helicopter. He cuts his fingers up. So how could he face Godzilla? Well, wh- why? Well, Godzilla doesn't have any helicopter like blades or anything. What are you talking about? My point is that he's not strong. He's gets his fingers cut from helicopter blades. He gets shot up. He's bleeding from bullets. So how is he going to take a, a powerful atomic reptile? Well, we'll find out. A powerful exoskeleton. Do you think we could do a paper 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 play? Paper pal. What's the one where you buy fights? It's called pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Thank you. God. Paper play. <laughs> we should just do like an MRI of your brain. But you'd, you'd find like a cocaine. I did there. do a powerful Twitter poll because, of course, you're following us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. So I'm going to pull that up right now. And my powerful Twitter poll was Godzilla or King Kong? That's it. Godzilla or King Kong? Okay. Now I'm going to ask you, Johnny Rage, mm-hmm. 
simply King Kong or Godzilla. According to here, one million people voted. Okay. Give or take. Okay. So what are the results? King Kong or Godzilla? I have the final resorts. Well, I'm going to give you my viewpoint first because everybody wants to hear. They're on their edge of the seat. They wait for me. Um, King Kong is what I would call kind of the Rocky Balboa in Rocky Five. He fought Tommy Gunn, and Tommy's gun manager, that black dude, said, don't go out there and fight him. He's a street fighter. That's what I would say to, to Godzilla. King Kong is kind of like a street fighter. He's down. He's dirty. He throws punches. Um, he'll bite you. He'll get you in the headlock. Um, where Godzilla is more, he'll use his breath to fly around you and and his his uh, in uh, um, if it was a if it was a in tight like judo if it was a judo battle I'd say King Kong easily, but I think Godzilla has way too much again uh, than than Kong. I would say Godzilla probably wins that fight. So according to this poll, I just said King Kong or Godzilla. That doesn't mean in a fight it could be who are you into. Oh, okay. I left it very left it very vague. The results are King Kong forty six percent, Godzilla fifty four. So the winner of our powerful Amish baby machine poll is Godzilla, the winner at 54%. Are you going to award him his uh, award? What would happen if Godzilla, you gave him an award and he went up and got all political on us? Now, I, the newer Godzilla's, the head should be bigger on him. The body's too big. A bigger head, I think, I need to make a movie is the point I'm trying to make here. With claymation or how would you do it exactly? I, I might use claymation. Okay. Because I know what the people want. Okay. I know Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I know King Kong. Okay. Now, King Kong, they didn't show anything about him absorbing electrical energy. Like in the movies, like when he hit the power lines. They always hit power lines. They yes. always take him out. Yeah. Yep. But he was in his. He but was he absorbs in- the energy, gets hit by lightning, absorbs the energy. Who does? King Kong. Pay attention. Okay. So he's energized by this. And this, they just made him basically just a, a bigger gorilla. Yeah, powerful though. And he's the last of his species. I didn't like that bullshit either. Did you ever see that? Picture? So if he dies, that's it. Well, did you ever see that picture of um, a couple that they found from Pompeii or something? And they're it's just their bones, but they're holding hands. It's an infamous picture. It's everywhere. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. Mount Vesuvius. You're talking about when the well, there, there when was the this, volcano there erupted. Was this, there was this couple who they found their, bo- their bones, obviously, skeletons from thousands of years ago, but they're holding each other's hands in their grave. So they assumed it was like an older couple who somehow died. I don't know if ashes took them out or what it was. I just remember the picture. It reminded me when, I, when Kong, they're taking people to the cemetery of where there's these two giant bodies, skeleton bodies, and they say, well, that's Kong's mom and dad. <laughs> they didn't fare so good. <laughs> You know, that know. seemed kind of corny a little bit. But all that being said, it's it's a fun movie to watch. So go watch it. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's King Kong. You have to see it. Yeah, definitely. So let's give it the buggy wheel approval. Uh, five, according to you, being the best. Obviously, zero is zero. I say every every movie is a one, regardless of good or bad. But where what would you say in terms of uh, where that came Three from? and a half. Three and a half only? Really? Three and a half. Okay. But- Overall, it, I mean, it was a fun movie to watch, but my powerful, you know, uh, observations. But a lot of times, you know, I get a little crazy, but it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I think when it comes to just wanting to be entertained, which is, as I said before, I'm going to give it a four. 
I liked uh, Kong. I thought he was done well. I'm, I don't care about the silver back or, or baby back. The only time I care about baby back is ribs. But uh, No, but I'll show you. It would, he should be a powerful. He should be more black, so maybe some silver. Powerful cranial ridge. Yes. Powerful domed head. Yes. Yeah. That's a gorilla. Yeah. So I'm going to give it. He looked more like a chimpanzee to me. And you didn't like the fact that he ate. Well, I don't. Yeah, he, uh, he attacks giant octopus and eats it. They wouldn't eat the octopus. He'd spit it out. He might rip off the tentacles, but he wouldn't eat them. Isn't that cool how Kong just kind of protected everybody from all these? He's misunderstood. He is. So what's your uh, rating? Oh, I haven't done that yet. I thought I said four. I gave it a four. Well, you're like a moron on Facebook. Well, I'm just jumping around here because I'm ta- I'm talking about Kong, and I wanted to talk about Elon Musk. I, whenever I think of Kong, I think of Elon. Well, you Musk. save that. We've just we just arrived at the end of this powerful podcast. Okay, we'll talk more about Elon Musk on the next program. And until next time, friends, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>